The Retrogasmic Podcast is brought to you by Rosemary.nz, a one-woman business that designs and makes beautiful hot rod, rock and roll, and kiwiina-themed men's shirts. Hop on to Rosemary.nz and see the vast selection of fabric choices and designs. That's Rosemary.nz. We interrupt this program to give you a bulletin just received from one of our naval units at sea. A large object traveling at supersonic speed is headed over the North Atlantic. Once a normal, voluptuously beautiful woman, she drove into a nightmare of horror and saw descending from the sky. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. I feel retrogasmic. 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode twenty-nine of the Retrogasmic podcast. I'm your happy host, Dee Dee Deluxe, and in a packed show today, we have an interview with Natasha Francois from the Eclectic Ladyland blog, one of our favourite blogs. Um, we've got a single by a British rockabilly band, The Retrobates. Uh, they're from Daventry in the UK. Uh, we've got a review of a wonderful, run, absolute cracker of a film called Teenagers from Outer Space, 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 which is, um, as you would expect, black and white and massively entertaining. Uh, what else have we got? Um, some favourite songs from Natasha, which include Wanda Jackson, B-52s and The Seeds. So that's very, very cool. Um bit of vintage trivia and there's probably some other things i just can't remember at the moment i've not had a coffee yet so um gonna crack on just gonna play a song just to kind of get you in the mood here's a bit of uh bit of frank sinatra there's a slight duplication here but i don't think you'll mind too much I've got you under my skin I've got you deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart that you're really a part of me I've got you under my skin I tried so I've said to myself, this affair, it never will go so well. But why should I try to resist when, baby, I know damn well that I've got you under my skin. I would sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near in spite of a warning voice comes in the night and repeats it repeats in my ear don't you know you fool you ain't never gonna win use your mentality wake up to reality but each time i do 
Just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin. Cause I've got you under my skin. the legendary Frank Sinatra singing I've Got You Under My Skin. That was from a, a live show in St. Louis in 1965. Now, uh, our, um, our podcasting host has started giving us really detailed stats, which are, I don't know, someone as, as kind of technophobic as I am, they're largely useless. But it's interesting to see where people are listening from. And uh, we decided we we're going to do a couple of shout outs. So hello to uh, Lena in Finland and Yoshi in Tokyo. Um, Ludmilla in Auckland, who's originally from Slovakia. And uh, Mickey from somewhere right up the top of Scotland. It looks like it's a tiny little island. I'm not sure if that's... Uh, if that's genuine or whether he was just going past it on a boat or something. If you live there, you're a very brave man. It looks extremely cold. Now, the vintage trip. This is a great one. Um, give, you the, give you the answer later on in the show. Barbie, the, uh, the famous doll loved by uh, girls and I guess a few boys for decades. Um, what's Barbie's full name? She actually has a full name. Barbie is her nickname and obviously the brand name. But what was Barbie's real full name? I'll tell you later. Ooh, I feel retrogasmic. So a couple of weeks ago, I had a, an email from Stuart, the upright bass player of UK rockabilly band, The Retrobates. They've got a Facebook page. Go and check them out. They are very good. This is, uh, I'm assuming it's their new single. Uh, I really like this. This is called All Systems Go. Yeah! as easy as one, two, three. Cupid's giving me the green light. Let's get married tonight. 
systems go We should have the lovely Natasha Francois from the Eclectic Ladyland blog. How are you doing? Hi, Duncan. Thanks so much for your call. Hey, um, t- tell us a bit about um, how um, our favourite blog came about. Because, uh, I mean, we first saw your stuff popping up on Facebook two or three years ago. And it's, it's, you seem to be incredibly prolific. There's, there's lots of stuff popping up. And... Uh, the oh, we were those... in the days. We were we were kind of doing posts every week. You probably would have seen the, seen the post that we did about Hetty um, for in the closet. Yeah, yeah. She's got such amazing style. So the blog is about two and a half years old. Um, it basically came out of the ashes of Glory Days magazine. Mm-hmm. So that was a vintage lifestyle magazine that I had with two business partners, Claire and Rose Jackson, Claire Gormley and Rose Jackson. Um, we folded in the middle of 2016. And we didn't make any money out of the magazine, so I just thought I'd like to do something that was a little bit more me, a little bit, um, probably a bit more eclectic. Um, I have very wide-ranging tastes, um, and I, one of our readers, Laura McFahan, contacted me when I was working at Glory Days, and she wanted to become a contributor. So she contributed for the magazine for a few issues. When we folded, she said, what are you going to do next? I'd really like to be a part of it. And I said, oh, well, I'm thinking about doing a blog. I really wanted something that was low maintenance, didn't cost a lot of money because um, printing, you know, as you know, costs absolutely thousands of dollars. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, um, the Glory Days magazine, for people that aren't aware of it, so people outside of New Zealand probably won't know about it, but it was beautiful. It was a, a very 
uh, coffee table pre- presented kind of retro look and feel magazine. The artwork was very kind of classy and retro. The subject matter was uh, was really well chosen, and their journalism was great. I mean, it was it was beautiful. But um, oh, you're I, lovely. No, I'm, I'm just being honest. I mean, but, but um, unfortunately, print is uh, is just one of those. It's know, a dying even even the, the kind of the women's magazines that have a picture of the royal on <laughs> on the front every week struggle to to break even, I mean, and they fill it with advertising, which offsets a lot of the costs, which obviously is a tough thing for a, a small organisation to do. But it was a, a fantastic project. I mean, hats off to you, you know. Yeah, that was just a, a dream that I had. I wanted to start a magazine. I said a stupid thing to a friend one day, and um, <laughs> she said, okay, well, let's do it. And um, I didn't expect her to take me up on it. So we built that magazine from the ground up, and we actually ended up with about 10,000 Facebook followers by the end. Sure. So that was really satisfying. We had five years um, of the magazine. We had, like, I think the first year, first year was just digital, and then we became a fully-fledged print publication. Um, and we only did four issues a year, so we were a quarterly. So that made it a bit more manageable, but it was still more work than I've ever had in my life. No, absolutely. So with Eclectic Ladyland, I just thought, let's scale it back. Um, We cannot afford these exorbitant distribution and printing fees, not to mention the the nightmare of deadline, getting all the graphic design done, getting all the ads sold, doing everything ourselves. And I thought, what can I do that's free? WordPress is free. It's a pretty usable interface. It's it's quite um, good for people like me who aren't really that sort of technical. Yeah, and your website's very easy to get around. You've got all the kind of... kind of e- easy to just browse and rabbit hole down stuff at the top but then you can also search and go <laughs> no, through and it's, it's 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 great i mean I, I often pop on there to see a bit more about some of the posts and end up reading three or four other bits and pieces while i'm there and it's it's, oh, it's great cool. value. just just yeah. um what would you know give us give us the way the, the website address just while we're while we're talking about so it's it dub 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 eclectic ladyland blog dot wordpress dot com so it's eclecticladylandblog.wordpress.com. So it's all one word and okay. then all little caps. Cool. Is, um, now, you, you often, um, on Facebook, you often post stuff about uh, kind of vintage and retro music. And we were chatting before about um, some of your uh, <laughs> some of your favourite things. And I, I said, well, why don't you pick a couple of songs to, to, <laughs> to play during the interview? One of them... It, it made me laugh so much when you, when you uh, when you chose this because uh, it's a long story. But the lead singer with this band, Sky Saxon, was, the seeds, the seeds, yes, yeah. the seeds, um, is one of the most incredible characters ever. Um, and I found out about this band because of the Ramones cover of this song. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, so so I'm going to play it now, and we'll come back in a sec. So this is um, Can't Seem to Make You Mind by The Seeds. Um, now, from my kind of mad trivia brain, I seem to remember this was recorded in 1965, and it came out kind of on college radio and was a bit of an underground hit, and then it was properly re-released and was a, a real big, like, one-hit wonder in 67. I hope I'm right. <laughs> someone's going to someone's going to write in or, or phone me or, or Facebook, I'm sure. So here's the seeds with can't seem to make you mine. <laughs>
interview all sorts of people apart from just writing about stuff and and um you know kind of uh, analyzing stuff like. who's, who's your favorite who's the favorite person you've interviewed so far oh gosh well i haven't interviewed any famous people per se because we're not really that kind of blog at the moment um i enjoy real people you know and they're ordinary extraordinary people ordinary people doing extraordinary things so yeah. i interview a lot of makers so people who make their own statement jewelry or vintage style crafts i also interview people who have amazing true vintage collections uh, of clothing yes i'm married to one of those <laughs> Yeah, one of my favourite um, sections is called Everything But The Kitchen Sink, and that is basically taking a tour on people who have the most amazing retro homes that you've ever seen, you know, yes. that proper mid-century modern, all the collectibles, stuff that's really hard to find, and they just have a really amazing eye for arranging things. Uh, I always the, take a lot of inspiration from that. The the, uh, the commitment to that is astonishing because once you start, I mean, we, we've got one or two, one or two <laughs> vintage things in the house, but uh, you know, we, we've discussed ripping the kitchen out and going American diner. But then, uh, you, you, where do you stop? You know. <laughs> exactly. Well, my partner and I we live in an old movie theater, so we have a lot of space for our what, collection. What, hold on, hold on. You live in an old movie theater. I live in an old Art Deco movie theater. Oh, my goodness. In Point Chevalier, um, it actually, we, in the 1960s, we used to, ha um, used to have gigs there, like by um, Max Merritt and the Meteors, people like Ray Columbus played there. Wow. So it's got a really amazing history. It was a silent film cinema um, for a year when it was first, first built. We've still got the um, orchestra pit. <laughs> it must and be a huge house. Yeah. It was really amazing. Wow, that's fantastic. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to stalk some photographs of that now. That sounds incredible. I'll show you some, yeah. <laughs> so how did you end up buying a cinema? Well, I didn't buy it myself. My partner bought it in 1998. Right. It was about to be demolished and turned into a car park, and he saved it by buying it and gradually moved in and fixed it up. And over the years, he's... Um, made it into an art studio he also built a bar out the front oh. which is known as bar now the which bar it's called cupid bar now but back in the day it was called the ambassador i know where and it is oh of course yes so that that must have been a, a really big space to kind of um chop up inside and make into a liv livable house because you can't just kind of throw a sleeping bag on a row of seats every night can you <laughs> Well, actually, funny how you say that. My partner is living, his bedroom is on a staggered floor, which is in the stalls. So his <laughs> bed is on a platform, and then he has stairs all around it. So he is kind of in that situation at the moment. So when people come to visit you, do they always bring popcorn? Because I, I no, wouldn't be able to resist that. They bring bottles of wine and snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Other sort of snack, cheese. They bring wine and cheese. So I'm staying in the old candy bar and the women's toilets. 
Okay. So my part was pretty prefabricated. Wow, that's fantastic. So um, of all the, the different aspects of, of kind of retro life in New Zealand um, that, you, that you covered over the, over the last kind of three, three years or whatever. Um, three and a half years. <laughs> three and a half years, okay. Two <laughs> and a half um, years. What, um, is there anything that's kind of surprised you or, or um, you know, is, is, is there anything that you think is specific to the, the retro scene in New Zealand? I think it was more like when I was editing Glory Days because, we, you know, we were surprised by the amount of amazing people that were living in little pockets of New Zealand with, you know, amazing cars or they had um, really interesting collections. And, and with um, Eclectic Ladyland, it's basically been things that I wanted to go more more in depth with or, or topics that I was I wanted to revisit. Yeah. So I'm always amazed by people's collections. I, I've, I've always loved seeing inside other people's homes. You know, I love I love to take a tour of their um, vintage bedroom or their kitchen and, <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't know if there's anything that's really surprised me because I did have quite a good overall knowledge, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing that always takes us by surprise is when we do the hot rod shows, um, especially if we're kind of travelling three or four hours away and they, they, they're kind enough to put us up for the night, um, quite often you'll be staying in just a, a normal Kiwi house in the country and they'll, they'll cook you breakfast and they'll say, oh, come and have a look at this. And then they take you out to a garage and there's like five or six kind of classic American cars sitting out there. That kind of stuff always absolutely flabbergasts me. Because well, it, that's it, pretty amazing. People, yeah, like that's all the stuff that you'd expect in America. Like I like watching things like American Bickers, yeah. you know, <laughs> and what they've got in the barn. For me, it's more like the kindness and the hospitality of, of the people here, I think. Yeah, for sure. That's that. something that really stands out. Absolutely. So I'm going to play another of your choices now. Um, We've got to play Wanda, haven't we? She's just officially retired, which is sad, but, uh, wow, what a career. Uh, Have you seen her live? Uh, no, unfortunately I haven't. Um, it's one, one, just one of those people where, that whenever I've been in the, in the same country, I've been the other end of the country or I've been gigging. That's the problem with being a musician. You're normally playing when there's other stuff on. So really you end up as Norman No Mates, No Social Life, you know. <laughs> but, uh, 2012, 2010, she played in New Zealand. She played in Auckland at the power station. Oh, wow. It's a brilliant night. I bet. I mean, she's got an incredible voice and, you know, to have managed to create a, a country and Western kind of uh, career and a rockabilly career at the same time and not alienate either of those two crowds, but basically sell and please two separate audiences. It's an astonishing feat. I can't think of any other artist that's, that's kind of split their genre so cleanly and done it so well. She was you know? definitely ahead of her time and she was a true pioneer. For sure. Well, I, I love this song. Um, one of my pet hates is when people refer to this as Tunnel of Love. <laughs> 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 so this was, uh, this was the B-side of uh, a, a real... You know, country and western kind of wonder classic, right or wrong. It was never meant to be. Um, never it, meant to be a hit. Never meant to be a hit. And uh, she, you know, a, a musician friend of hers played this song and said, "Did you did you like it?" And and you know, she said it, it was one of those genre um, spanning songs that she she wasn't sure how to treat. So they just you know went in the studio and blasted it out, and this was the one. So let's hear "Funnel of Love" from 1961.
head is spinning around and around as I go deep into the funnel of love. It's such a crazy, crazy feeling I get weak in the knees. My poor old head is a reeling as I go deep into the funnel of love. Someday She was brilliant at the power station. Like you could hear she's just kind of losing her voice as she's getting older. But she, for an old woman, she was just so amazing. She she's really had eighty-five or something. Is she? I think she must be. Like you know, she was pretty young in the fifties. So yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, to be still alive is pretty amazing. Oh, and, and still, still gigging. I mean, I, I don't blame her for for retiring. I mean, um, some of the uh, the old guys like Jerry Lee who were. Uh, were still doing things were basically you know lifted onto stage and did their best to get through a, you know a couple of songs and i mean that's i don't know mm-hmm. i think if i get to that stage i'd rather just sit there with a glass of bourbon and watch the youngsters do it you know <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes music can keep you young and you know doing what you love yeah you know, for sure get... absolutely i mean it's just yeah. the thing i think if yeah. you're perform if you're performing it's in your blood and you kind of do it until you drop you can't blame exactly. it exactly yeah so what, what's what's um what's the plans for the future for the uh, eclectic ladyland team? Are, are you guys going to stick with the the online blog thing? You're thinking about do, maybe doing some vlogging? You know, you, a YouTube channel maybe. Oh, they're both introverts. This is one thing about eclectic ladyland. We're, we're, Laura and I, she's my blogging partner, Laura McFahan. She's an ex-reader of Glory Days and an ex-contributor and subscriber. Her and I, she's the perfect foil for me because we do have similar tastes, but she's an expert at science fiction. She's an expert at horror. She's an expert at gardening and sort of home crafts. And she's really quite different to me. But one thing we do have in common is we're both introverts. We both love cats and we both hate cameras. So (laughs) I don't think you'll ever see a vlog of us. I have to coax her to take a selfie and she never will. So it's not really... Okay, well, look, I mean, it's, it's it, it, what you're doing is 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 great. I mean, there's the there is a, a a huge kind of nostalgia scene, shall we call it, around the world, and it and it kind of rears its head in different ways in different countries. Um, but I think over here, 
uh, one of the reasons we we did this podcast in the first place was because there are so many little pockets of, of people dotted around doing different things, you know, the classic cars and the hot rods and the rock and roll dancers and the steampunk people and the reenactment people and, the, you know, the, the sci-fi movie people. I just love discovering people in their collections. Like there was a guy that had a film poster gallery um, in his house in Christchurch. Wow, fantastic. And, um, just like I love trawling through Instagram or Facebook and say, oh, that looks interesting. I'd like to find out a bit more about that person. And Kiwis are so accommodating. Like, Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's a, a nice thing about over here. Say yes. <laughs> you can just ring anyone up, can't you? I mean, you can ring yeah. the prime, you can basically ring the prime minister up and, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to, to, to get access to people. So, look, um, wonderful. Great to talk to you. Really appreciate you giving up your time. Um, just give that, the, the blog, um, you, so, so the Eclectic Ladyland, obviously a pun on the Jimi Hendrix album. And it sure is. It's on, on on Facebook is a good place for people to find you, but the actual blog is eclecticladylandblog.wordpress.com. Okay. Look, we're going to finish off with your third choice, another classic. This is right on the end of our what we would consider retro. We, we say late 70s is as late as we go. Oh, really? We're yeah. out of your boundary. <laughs> yeah, so, so this was recorded in 78, but it was actually a hit in 1980. So we're just going to squeeze this in under the... I think the latest thing we've ever played on the show was Rock This Town by the Stray Cats, which is 81. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's kind of got a retro you know. But this and is... Also, uh, incidentally, 1978 was the year I was born. Oh, OK. <laughs> so this is the B-52s with Rock Lobster. Thanks for talking to us. Everybody had matching towels Somebody went under a dock And there they saw a rock It wasn't a rock
retrogasmic. And that brings us to the end of another show. Uh, thank you once again to the lovely rosemary.nz. Don't forget, you want to grab yourself a really cool retro bowling shirt. Head on over there. She'll make one to measure, and it'll be much, much cheaper than the stuff you buy online. And they're great shirts. Um, the vintage trivia I almost forgot. Barbie, the lovely Barbie. Her full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. Believe it or not. Yeah, Barbara Millicent Roberts. Don't forget, if you've enjoyed the show, leave us a nice review on iTunes. Do the likey-sharey thing on Facebook. Blog about it. Stick it on Twitter. I don't know, anything. It all helps us. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next time. Retro.